Hello, welcome back to The Women I Know. I'm your host, Zoila Darton. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. This is a destination where I, Zoila, talk to the women I know and they get to share their hopes, their dreams, their lessons. Um, I'm just constantly inspired by the women I know. So thanks for tuning in. Um, it's been a while since I posted an episode, so I think about a month to be exact, uh, so I just want to be transparent with you. When I created this show, I had just given birth and um, I had very lofty um, expectations for myself and I recorded a bunch of episodes with some incredible women, but I listened back to them you know, while I was getting everything ready to launch, and I wasn't really impressed with the episodes. It had nothing to do with the guests. It really had to do with me. I don't sound like myself, um, and I'm not surprised. You know, we all talk about bouncing back after motherhood, after giving birth. You know, once you become a mom, if you are not a mom yet, you'll understand you create these ideas for yourself. And the reality is that it's just not simple. You don't just bounce back and you really, it takes you a minute to come back to self. So I feel like I have a responsibility to you guys to create the best content that I can and provide you with meaningful um, episodes where I sound normal <laughs> And also my guests have the chance to shine because I'm grounded. So I am reworking things and we'll be back in a couple weeks with um, an episode featuring an amazing woman um, who I'll talk about at the end of this one. But today I'm actually just coming on to say hi and to kind of do a check-in, let you know what's been going on in my life. It's been really busy. Um all good things. Honestly, we, um, we glorify busy schedules, but I'm grateful. You know, it's not about like, I'm busy, I'm booked and busy. No, I'm grateful that I have things to fill my life with, um, whether it be work or personal. Um, when I say I'm busy, it doesn't always mean that I'm busy doing work or it doesn't mean I'm always busy doing work that's going to pay me. I do a lot of soul work um, through my business. I always say that I work so that I can make my own things happen. So, you know, I repurpose a lot of the money. I reinvest. I have some really cool things going on with my agency word. We're kind of in a transitional period, much like myself. So I'll be able to share what we're doing probably by the next episode because we'll be um, quote unquote launching some things. So I'm feeling really good. I'm actually recording from my car. Um, I figured that this was a good time for me to take, you know, some quiet time and talk to you guys. So hopefully the sound isn't too effed. Um, I'm on my way to The Wing, which is a women's only community and co-working space. Um, It's more of like a social club, honestly. It's not like your traditional working space like a WeWork. Um, There aren't offices or pods. It's really like a free-flowing space. 
And I am just, I want to say, I'm so happy that I joined. It's only been open in LA for about a week. Um, but I did have a lot of reserves about joining the wing. Um, I just wasn't sure if I subscribed to this uh, version of feminism. And by that, I mean white feminism. <laughs> um, you know, I am very much all about my brown ladies and making sure that we get ours and that we're here, heard and we're seen. And I'm going to be honest, the wing is walking the walk. Um, I'm very impressed and uh, I'm happy to be here. And listen, a couple things. It's the most affordable option out here. It is, you, there's two tiers. You could do $225 a month and you just get access to your own local wing or $250 a month and you get access to all of them. And right now they're in New York, they're in Boston, Chicago, D.C. Um, they're opening one in London. So obviously, you know, your girl splurged on the full package. I love luxury. Um, but $250 a month is really not that bad. And um, I need a place that's not my house to work. I don't know if any of you guys work from home, but it is fucking insane. No matter how busy you are, how much work you have to do, there's always something to be done in the house. Like, gotta do the laundry, gotta make my bed, gotta do dishes, gotta like clean up the cat shit in the middle of the living room. Like, there's always something to be done. So it's really nice that I have right now my two days that I'm scheduled full time to leave the house Go to the wing, be surrounded by other productive women, and just get shit done. And on top of it, it's super stylish. And I'm all about productivity with a side of aesthetics. So I'm really happy to be a part of the wing. Uh, shout out to some of my friends who are members. My girl, Jessica Salgado, who is a brilliant poet. Um, based here in LA. She's actually one of the reasons why I decided to join when I found out she was going to be a member here in LA. I was like, okay, count me in. Like, I want to be able to have a clubhouse where we can meet up because LA is so vast that if your friends live on the other side of town, you but you never see them. Like, you really have to be intentional about um, meeting up. So this is cool because now we kind of have like a middle place to meet. Um, also, shout out to my girl, Jess Molina, who introduced me to Yadi Blanco, who's one of her best friends, who is the diversity director of The Wing. And Yadi is the real deal. When I met her, I was like, oh, okay, if she's at the helm of the diversity initiatives of this, of this club, company, whatever, I want to be a part of it. Yadi is so intentional about supporting us, uh, supporting black and brown women and making sure that we are in the rooms that we need to be in. We're having the, the conversations that we need to have. And I'm honored to know these women and to call them sisters and to support them. And so if you're in any of those cities uh, that I named, check out The Wing. Um, you know, it's definitely not cheap, but it's worth it. Uh, they have great events, and uh, honestly, like, it's just really beautiful. <laughs> um, so I'm just so happy. I am. I'm really happy. Um, I'm also just really feeling myself these days, and God bless, I do not get a ticket because I have had the homecoming 
Beyonce's Homecoming on repeat. And let me tell you, when I'm driving and I'm listening to Homecoming, I am in a Maserati. I'm the richest, most successful bitch. I'm hot. I have the best fucking life, which some of those things are true, but I'm definitely not rich. Um, I'm definitely like a mom in a white Mazda CX-5, but when I'm listening to Beyonce, I am... I'm the shit. And this album and the, you know, mini, the documentary that's on Netflix that um, I'm not sure if you, if you're not aware, I mean, if you're not aware that this is happening, like what rock are you under? But that's okay. I'll let you know. So last year, Beyonce had um, headlined Coachella and she was actually the first black woman to do this. Um, And so she created a documentary about her journey to Coachella and it's just beautiful. It's so representative of black culture and also of what it means to be a woman with purpose. Beyonce had just birthed twins, so her second birth, and your body literally gets torn apart after birth and your mental state, it's a lot. So for her to then take on the responsibility of this performance, because it was supposed to happen the year before, but she was pregnant with the twins, so she signed on to do it the next year, which she even says was fucking crazy. Like, she she says that she pushed herself to limits that she never wants to go to again, but I think it's healthy to find those limits so that we know to never go there again. Um, so she, she, record, she rehearsed for eight months So um, Homecoming was inspired by historical black colleges, and she always wanted to attend one but couldn't because she was a superstar and she was in Destiny's Child. She even says that Destiny's Child was her college. So Homecoming was a way for her to pay homage to this beautiful piece of black culture, Um, and she handpicked her marching band, her big marching band, um, from you know, all over the country. And she brought those, those kids in these talented, talented young people. I sound like an old lady. I'm still young. Um, but she, these talented people and they rehearsed for four months. Then she brought in all of the dancers and the other characters and they rehearsed for another four months. So our girl put in eight months of, of rehearsing for homecoming. I mean, Let's just say this. She died and came back to life to give us this gift. And, you know, you can say what you want about Beyonce. She's rich. She's de- she is such a hardworking woman. I mean, there are a lot of celebrities, a lot of artists, like superstars, that just have a team that, that you know, curates everything for them. She talks about how everything was handpicked by her, down to, like, lighting. And watching her... And, and listening to this music, to this production, um, you know, it goes without saying that it's incredibly well done, you know, the musicality of it. And I love hearing all the drum rhythms and the, the hooting and the hollering and the stepping and like, it's just, it's so powerful. But beyond that, what Beyonce makes me feel is affirming to how I want to contribute to the world. I feel like Beyonce makes her music or she is now, 
you know, in the mo- in the last probably like six years, making music so that we can feel seen and we can feel heard and we know our worth. Um, I think it's so important to have that cultural currency, especially as black people, black women in this country, um, to have something that is on such a level of, of, of viewers to also be representative of this rich culture that binds a lot of us. Um, I'm just in awe. I, I'm, I'm just in awe of her. And I want to do Beyonce <laughs> in my own life and in my own career. A lot of the things that I do... Um, are because I want women to be seen and I want them to feel like they're not alone. And so I share my stories, you know, whether it's face-to-face or on, on social media or in through articles. I share my story because I know how it feels to think that you're the only one going through something. Um, so I hope that when I share that other women can see me and and feel inspired too. And obviously I'm no Beyonce, but you know, I know some things. I've been through some things and and it really just helps to feel like you're not alone. So, I'm just I'm in awe of Beyonce. She honestly made me want to go back to my roots in in elementary school and start stepping like I've been stepping in the house. I mean, my husband must think I'm in, I'm insane and crazy. <laughs> combination of insane and crazy essentially me um I've been stepping I'm like trying to find out does anybody want to play double dutch like what's going on here because homecoming just has me in my feelings about where I come from and so I'm just I'm I have a lot of gratitude for for Beyonce and for anybody like her anyone that is committed to the culture and committed to supporting their community um, speaking of, of that, actually, I was part of an event, and this, you know, ties into me telling my story. I I recently made a friend. Her name is Nikki Garcia. Hi, Nikki, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, she got introduced to me by another incredible woman whose name is Debbie Brown, who has an insane podcast, by the way, that she just launched called Dropping Gems. And that's what she does. She drops gems. So you need to check it out. I'll link it out um, for you. So Nikki and me met at the end of last year, and it was an instant bond. And I have to say the universe has been placing women in my life, like strategically placing them in my life in the last six months. And it just feels like there's a a shift, a collective shift happening. And I'm, I'm so honored to, to, to know these, these women that have been coming into my life. And Nikki's one of them. So Nikki runs, um, had founded in a, a company called Her Own Lane. And Her Own Lane is a destination, and it supports entrepreneurial women uh, through tools and resources to help them grow their businesses, which is really dope. Um, We have a lot in common in terms of, you know, how we view business, how we view what women need to be be supported in their businesses. Um, So Nikki throws events, and I had never been to one, but she did tell me how, how, like, flawless her events were. And I believe her because this woman is just on point, super, super on point, um, so inspirational. 
And she asked me to be a part of this event. And when your friends ask you to do something, you just say yes. Like, there's no question. I'm like, you want me to walk into a den of crocodiles? Like, let's go. I'll bring a bagged lunch. What do you need? (laughs) So I just said yes. And it was a collaboration event with Kay Lopez, who's another brilliant woman, uh, founded an an Instagram, an online destination called Latinas Poderosas. And Latinas Poderosas is just like your go-to place for all things dope Latina women. Um, Really incredible. She's done great things. And so they collaborated on this event called Her Own Poder. And poder means strength. So I, I just say yes. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. I find out who I'm on this panel with. And... It's two incredible women who I was in awe of. And I was like, why? What am I going to bring to the table? Like, um, you know, I just was confused. So the event was called was all about healing generational trauma so that we can move forward in our lives and in our hopes and our dreams. Heavy stuff. Right. But also really, really important So the two women are Linda Garcia, who is a healer and another soul sister that I'm so grateful has come into my life. She is the founder of Let There Be Loose, which is an incredible podcast for any woman who is seeking. Um, It has meditations and it just really deep dives deep into how you can spiritually heal and and get in touch with yourself. Um, And the other woman on the panel, it wasn't even really a panel. It was more like church, honestly. Um, But it's uh, Dr. Lidiana Garcia, who is a psychologist. And she's Boricua. She's super proud. So, so brilliant. She specializes in uh, child psychotherapy, um, trauma, sexual abuse, and is a mom as well. Both her and Linda are moms. So... You can imagine, I was like, what the hell am I doing here? I I run like a marketing agency. (laughs) What am I doing on this panel? But as soon as I stepped onto that stage, I felt at home. And this really speaks to the power of the sisterhood. Um, When you're open to receiving the love and the support that your community is there to give you, you can really do anything. Um, It really was like an instant, like, snap. I stepped on the stage and I was at home. And uh, we really talked about a lot with these women. There were probably like 60 plus women there and it was um, a transformative day. I can't even really explain what went on, but we all walked away binded for life. I'm pretty sure. Like if I would see any of these women in the street, like we would probably start crying. That's how serious it was. Um, but we talked about generational trauma and I was not super uh, versed on generational trauma. I didn't realize that there were three ways that you could be affected by it. And almost everybody, I think everybody is affected by generational trauma. And I think that we need to start having more conversations about this. So three ways. The first way is pretty straightforward. This is if you, you know, were brought up in a home that was volatile. So, you know, uh, parents that were constantly arguing or even scarier, like drug use, 
abuse, um, you know, those types of things. Very Pretty obvious, and we know, like, what happens when you grow up in a home like that. Um, I grew up in a home where there was some arguing, and it definitely affected me. And I'm just now, at the age of 34, really starting to understand how... You know, being a young child, being under the age of seven and watching my 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 parents, who I loved, argue sometimes what that did to me. So that's the first kind of generational trauma. Second is what I, I had never heard of this, um, pre-verbal. And that's when when you're a baby before you can even speak and, and things that you may have experienced then. And this could be anything, again, like being in a in a, a bad home, being in a volatile home, or maybe you saw something terrible. Maybe you saw a fight, a murder, or, you know, who knows? Uh, but it was something that happened before you could speak, that you visually and soulfully took in. And this can also happen in the womb, which I have heard of. So if things were, you know, volatile outside of while you were in your mother's womb, Uh, So that's the second. And then the third is probably the most wild to me. Um, Dr. Lidiano told us that it has been proven that trauma can actually be passed down through DNA. So this means if your great-grandmother experienced something traumatic, that experience has now been passed down through DNA and actually lives within you. And this doesn't mean that you're, like, fucked up forever, It just really speaks to how important it is for us to know where we come from and then work to try and 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 work through those things. Go to therapy, you know, do the deep spiritual work um, and and also not be ashamed of where we come from. I think that's a huge part of it. So I, you know, I was. It was a groundbreaking day. Um, my One of my best friends from college, Jenna, was in town. And I was like, yeah, you'll come to this event with me. And I didn't even know, like, what was going to happen. You know, I had no idea. I was like, oh, it'll be a panel. Like, who knows if we'll even stay? Like, I'm not sure because she was here, you know. We stayed for the full four hours. And let me tell you, at the end of the day, Jenna was like, Zoila. She was like, I did not know I was coming to L.A. for a straight-up spiritual awakening. Like, I'm changed. And it was incredible. It was beautiful. And I'm so grateful that I get to be in spaces and places where we are open to discovering these types of practices and talking to each other and learning from each other. It was just, it was phenomenal. So thank you so much. I know I've said it a million times, Nikki and Kay, but like, thank you for this incredible experience. I am inspired and so excited to see what else you know, it's going to fold out in this year. It's been an incredible four months. Um, It's almost five months. I mean, May is coming soon. So I'm just feeling good. Um, That's about it. You know, I I got back from Big Bear, um, which, you know, I'm going to suggest to anybody out there, if you're feeling a little stressed, you know, um, hop on Airbnb and find like an off-season house and just go. Zach and me did that this weekend. Like we weren't sure if we were going to go and and we just ended up going and I'm telling you like this week has been amazing because I'm so I just feel great. Um 
this week is already just, it's just been amazing and it's only Monday. So yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'm really happy to be here talking to you guys. I kind of missed doing this. Um, it's been a minute. Um, next episode will be all about finances. I'm really excited. I actually have my friend Jenna, who I went to college with, coming on to talk to us about investing. And this is Investing 101 for anybody. So whether you have 200 bucks that you have saved and you're interested in investing or 2000 or whatever, Jenna is going to have solutions for you. Uh, it's going to be a really informative and hopefully fun conversation. So that will be coming out in two weeks. And uh, last but not least, this is annoying and I hate doing it, but I haven't asked you guys yet. If you could go on Apple Podcasts and rate and comment, that would be so dope because it really helps rate the show um, so people can find the show. Uh, But that's about it. Um, I'm excited to be back in a couple weeks and I hope you all have an amazing, amazing week, weekend, whatever you're doing. Uh, and, and remember to take care of yourself and take care of each other. Thanks for listening.